Welcome to Lawyers Who Care, the video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for their clients. And on each episode, we will meet a new lawyer and they will share stories of when they went above and beyond legal counsel for the benefit of their client. My name is Andrew Samlin. I'm the principal of Samlin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, law firms, and their clients. So let's applaud lawyers who care and learn from them. Today, my guest is Peggy Hoyt. She is a trust in the state's attorney with a very interesting specialty from Hoyt and Bryant in Central Florida. Welcome, Peggy. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. So, Peggy, tell us about your uh, law firm. So I do have a trust and estates law firm. We've been around for 22 years now. And uh, my particular area of focus and the thing that I'm most passionate about is helping pet parents plan for their children who wear fur coats, their family members who are their dogs and their cats and their horses, and that make our lives whole because they love us unconditionally. And are you talking about horses or, you know, just basically anything that is a beloved uh, a member of the family that, that, you know, doesn't ask for money. That's right. Any, any member of our family could be a dog, a cat, a horse, a bird, a tortoise. I have clients who've done planning for their chinchillas, um, for their snakes. Um, if you love it, we'll help you plan for it. <laughs> and how'd you come to that specialty, Peggy? Well, I was lucky. As a little girl, my dad became the president of the Humane Society of the United States. So I grew up in animal welfare and uh, thought I was going to be a veterinarian like a lot of little girls and somehow got sidetracked and ended up in law school. But I never lost my passion or my love for animals. And when I started working with families, helping them plan for those that they love and care for, it was just a natural transition to know that family members are our pets as well. So we, we let them sleep in our beds. We spend a lot of time thinking about them. If you ask for a picture of someone's pet, they can immediately pull it up on their telephone and show it to you. So it was just a natural thing for me because I am a pet lover through and through. I have two dogs and, I mean, excuse me, two cats and six dogs and two horses. Oof. And you remember all their names? I do, but it is kind of funny. It's like calling your uh, big family of kids to dinner sometimes. You get the wrong names sometimes. Absolutely. So uh, generally on this podcast, there's a great story that uh, 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 counsel come up with that, that resonates for them. Do you have one? And I'm sure you have many, but do you have one that you want to share with the audience? I do. I have a very special client. His name was Ralph and Ralph loved his cats. And Ralph wanted to make sure that if something happened to him, that his cats were going to be well cared for. And so we created a pet trust for the benefit of his cats. And he set aside a sum of money that was going to be sufficient to provide for their lifetime care. And after Ralph passed away, I had the opportunity and the pleasure to be able to go to Ralph's house to um, interact with his cats, to pick each one of them up and bring them um, to a sanctuary environment where they were able to live out the rest of their lives. But the thing that makes that ultra interesting is that Ralph also lived in a nudist colony. So that's just a little aside to that story that made it a little bit more interesting than normal, because not only did I have to take care of the cats, I had my first experience of 
of going to um, an, a very unique community. I'm, I'm sure they were welcoming. <laughs> it, it was quite interesting. Um, and and that just shows that I will go above and beyond for my clients because uh, no matter what they ask me to do, as long as it's uh, as long as it's within the bounds of being uh, moral or ethical, I'm I'm still happy to do it. But um, helping people plan for their pets is is a unique proposition because you really do have to think about things that you wouldn't normally think about. Um, I help a lot of people obviously plan for their minor children, but minor children eventually grow up and become adults. And unfortunately, in the world of pets, they don't ever actually grow up and become independent and go off and make their own way in the world. And um, and their lives are pretty short lived. So um, sometimes the the identity of our pets changes a lot over time as well. Hmm. So not to get technical, because I, I don't want to take away from the, the topic, but what would happen if someone puts a, a, a corpus of money aside for um let's say a named pet, we'll call them Buddy, Buddy the dog. Mm -hmm. And Buddy the dog, uh, they put aside, I'll make up a number, $50,000 for Buddy the dog uh, to make sure that they're well taken care of. Buddy the dog dies uh, regretfully after only $5,000 has been spent. I'm assuming you contemplate how the balance of $45,000 goes. Does it go to the next successor uh, dog that uh, is in the estate or how just... I'm, I'm kind of curious. So there are lots of ways to plan for pets. And uh, traditionally, a common way to do it was to simply make a gift of the pet along with some money. So I leave Andrew, my dog, Buddy, buddy along with the sum of $10,000. And um, I would have to trust that you were going to, A, take good care of my dog and take care, good care of that $10,000 and not just take the $10,000 and drop my dog off at the nearest shelter. So um, that was always a risk that people had if they were making outright gifts of pets. With a pet trust, you're actually creating a trust, much like you would for a minor child, but here the pet is the beneficiary of the trust. And so the pet trustee actually owes a fiduciary duty to that pet. So if you leave $50,000 for your dog buddy in a pet trust, and trusts for pets are valid in all 50 states and in the District of Columbia, um, the trust will then say how those assets are to be spent for Buddy's use. And if Buddy passes away and there are assets left in that trust, who the remainder beneficiaries are going to be. And I usually recommend that people choose a charity so that you don't have uh, disgruntled family members coming along trying to bust the trust because they don't like the idea that Buddy got $50,000. Which might be more than Jane or Johnny, the two children. It is possible. <laughs> and uh, there was a very famous case. Uh, Leona Helmsley left $12 million for her dog, Trouble. Mm -hmm. And a court in New York decided that $12 million was too much for a dog. And they reduced the amount of the trust down to $1 million. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily agree with that result because if I want to leave all my worldly possessions and all of my wealth to my pets, I think I should have the right to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but not everybody agrees with that theory. Well, first off, I hope that uh, Trouble uh, was able to get by on the million dollars. But I think Miss Helmsley also had other issues with regard to 
taxes and trusts and things like that. She did. And she had some family members that were interested, I believe, in not having trouble have $12 million. <laughs> so, uh, and this is a major part of your practice. This is the minor part of your practice. And, you know, you've been in practice for 22 years, I think you mentioned. Um, how has this developed for you? Well, it is a daily part of my practice because even on my intake questionnaire, I ask my clients, uh, do you have pets? Tell me about them. And who's going to be responsible for your pets if something happens to you? So we always have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Not every one of my clients is going to do a pet trust, but every one of my clients, if they have a pet, they are going to have a plan for what happens to that pet. So it is a big part of my practice in that regard. Um, I do have clients that came to me solely because I do planning for pets. And because I am so passionate about this, I also created a national charity called Animal Care Trust USA to educate pet parents about the importance of using pet trust to plan for their pets and to provide pet trustee services. It's terrific work. Terrific work. And, and personally, as a, as a, a dog family, uh, they do need to be taken care of. And uh, uh, thank you for, for providing that uh, that service. And not only that, from the national charity standpoint, that is that helps others outside of your community. Yeah, so people can, uh, they can do well by doing good, right? So they Amen. can plan for their pets. They can plan for their favorite pet charities um, and make sure that their pet doesn't become a statistic um, it's estimated that half a million love pets are euthanized every year because their pet parent didn't have a plan that included that pet. Or they just assumed that a family member would be responsible for that pet. And we know what happens when you assume things. So um, I don't like people to do that and like to always make sure that we have our I's dotted and our T's crossed and we've considered the worst possible thing that could happen and then plan for that um, that event. Wonderful. Peggy, I want to thank you so much uh, for the time today. My guest again was Peggy Hoyt. She is a trust and estates attorney with a focus on animal trusts and all things uh, four-legged. Um, Peggy, what's the name of your book? My book is called All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet. I also have a weekly podcast of the same name, All My Children Wear Fur Coats. And, uh, would welcome anybody to reach out to me if they have questions about um, estate planning or planning for your pets. And how can they reach out to you? Can you give us some uh, phone numbers or websites or social? Uh, Absolutely. So uh, phone number 407-977-8080. Uh, my law firm website is Hoyt Brian, H-O-Y-T-B-R-Y-A-N.com. Or the charity is Act for Pets, A-C-T, the number four pets, dot org. Got it. Peggy, thank you so much. And again, this has been the Lawyers Who Care podcast, uh, which is a video show podcast that highlights attorneys who go above and beyond for their clients. Uh, my name again is Andrew Samelin. I'm the principal of Samelin Wealth, a nationally recognized wealth management firm for lawyers, law firms, and their clients. And of course, if there is an attorney that you think uh, would be appropriate for this podcast, or if you are an attorney, uh, please feel free to reach out to info at simelandwealth.com. Peggy, thank you again for joining us today. Andrew, thank you so much. And uh, thank you to all who uh, joined us today. All the best. Bye-bye.